At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Guys, we transition over to the NBA where the Houston Rockets fall to the LA Lakers on Thursday night, 111 to 106. And the big controversy afterwards was the allegations made by Rockets players, most notably Chris Paul and James Harden, that Scott Foster, the referee, the official working the game, had it out for him as both Paul and Harden were ejected. Yeah, Scott Foster. Google the name with Tim Donahue. By the way, in about 10 minutes, we're going to be talking about the big two-year investigation on Donahue that, quite frankly, 12 years ago when it happened, myself, pregame.com, we were at the absolute forefront of reporting on that and really was our, I guess, uh, opportunity to enter the national media. In fact, I tweeted out, at RJ in Vegas, 12 years ago, me doing my first TV hit, it was on Sports Center. Oh, Lord, was I nervous. <laughs> I mean, if you ever think, oh, RJ gets on Fezzik too much, gets on Brad too much, me tweeting out this Sports Center hit at RJ in Vegas will tell you, hey, I can put that biting satire towards myself. Don't worry. It was bad. I mean, it sounded like Fez when he's nervous. It's like, oh, well, I'll tell you. Again. It was not, it was not manly. So you're saying there's hope for me down the stretch here. Except I was like in my early 30s and you're almost 60s. Maybe not. (laughs) I mean, so, I mean, you know, I mean, just doing the math. No. But, But if you look at the Foster situation specifically to last night, I think there's a lot of ways to look at it. On one hand, I think the sharpest take 
is the idea that, hey, there's a particular way that Harden plays, trying to draw fouls. And most referees, maybe almost all referees, are going to ref it a certain way. And then a Scott Foster, maybe, is going to ref it a different way. And we see this all the time, Fez, in the NFL, where this certain official is not going to call holding, but this other official is. And literally Belichick, if I remember correctly, Jonas, we were down in Atlanta talking to one of uh, your co-hosts on the weekend. What's his name again? Uh, there's a lot of them. I get around, RJ, so there's a lot of them. Uh, Brady Quinn would be the uh, Brady name, Quinn. Yes. Welcome to Mirage, Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> yes, yes, Jonas and Brady Quinn. And he was saying how Belichick wants to understand, even on a week-to-week basis, okay, at what hand position do you like to call holding? And sometimes the officials aren't going to give that information, but that's the level he's thinking that. I think it's very reasonable to say Foster's going to be at the far end of the spectrum of calling fouls against Harden, and thus it's going to look like some vendetta, but rather it's a style of play. And so, RJ, we know that there's a style of play theory that you have to attach with this, but the numbers do tell a different story, and this is courtesy of Houston Radio talking about the Rockets' record and performance in games called by Scott Foster. They've uh, had seven games this year officiated by Scott Foster. Care to guess their record? 0-7. Going back to 2017, they're 0-9, and they were 0-3 in home 2018 playoff games officiated by Foster, 7-0 in every other game. The last two games that Harden's fouled out in his life, Foster was the lead official. So, yes, the numbers are quite pronounced, but Jonas, I don't think it invalidates the theory, right? If the now, what it does say is for that the theory of style of playing the way the ref calls it to be valid, boy, the difference between Foster and everybody else better be significant in order to see such a disparity where Houston's winning with everyone else at a high rate and never winning seemingly with Foster. Fez, let me ask you this question. Are you going to look at the referee assignments with Foster and Houston as you as you consider Houston games in the future? Absolutely, because now we have our answer. What player, what person can hold James Harden to 30 points? It's Scott Foster, because Scott Foster, the way he refs games, let's face it, James Harden is an analytics darling. He's the master of getting you in the air, putting up a shot, getting the foul call on you. He pushes off just enough that he can get away with it. He travels just enough that he can get away with it. And Scott Foster does not put up with that. Scott Foster is horrible for James Harden's game. So you being an NBA expert, do you think there's something personal because let's be honest these umps these refs are humans sometimes they're who knows in some bar somewhere you know one of them says you're with me leather and the other one says "Uh oh i don't like that guy now or do you feel like that you've seen foster ref enough to say his style of refing is something that harden's style of play is not going to mesh with mesh I- with. I think it's both. 
I think initially it's just the style of play that Foster calls these fouls, but then Harden goes on, out in the media, criticizes Foster. Um, Chris Paul did it last year, and so at some point— It perpetuates itself. Foster just says, these Houston guys just are giving me a tough time. Hey, I'm calling this game correctly, and if anything, he goes ahead and calls it even tougher against Houston. Then you could go the other way and say it's getting in the heads of the Houston players— there's many dimensions of the human psyche, Steve Fazek. Exactly. Just like a defensive back that's used to <laughs> holding just a little bit and getting away with it, and he knows he can't do that anymore, and all of a sudden his entire game struggles. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now that there's a spotlight on Scott Foster, do you think there could be an overcorrection from him not to make it look like anything fishy is going on when, when officiating Houston games? If you think about it, that's actually the opposite of what Fezzik said, which is these refs in the NBA, especially the veteran refs, seem to have an attitude like no one's going to tell me my job. So if it were like a rookie ref, a uh, couple years, unseasoned, we'll say, I would lean your way. Hey, they don't want the attention. But one of the things Scott Foster gets a lot of criticism for is he's 
the show, the ticket, the seemingly he wants to be at the center of the game. So if anything, you've got a veteran who likes attention seemingly, I would say certainly not that Scott Foster would somehow change his style of officiating. Agree. And Foster, 25-year veteran, was voted league's worst ref in 2016 by a poll of players and coaches in the L.A. Times. Does not look like he's changed his stripes any based upon that result. Yeah, but what does that even mean? Is that is that were I want to hear from the NBA who's looking at every play and assessing it because if anything – Maybe Foster is calling things the way they're supposed to be called and no one else is. Oh, no one else calls out a a walking violation, but Foster does. It's going to make you mad. Maybe he's ruffling some feathers. I know he does not like to communicate with the players like other refs do. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas talking about Scott Foster segueing into Tim Donahue. Now, here's what I'm going to say. ESPN spent two years on a big Donahue expose Well worth the read, but I'm cherry-picking out some key topics. Um, Way back when, way back when, let me do the math. It was 12 years ago. 2007 is an unknown RJ grinding it out, playing some 10-20 limit hold'em at the Mirage. Well, that was a little earlier. And, you know, betting my nickels and dimes on the games. Didn't even know Fezzik at the time. Though Fezzik was trying to call in local radio shows to get attention. I didn't know his name for that. It'd be like, <laughs> there'd be this local guy going, Fezzik's texting me something. Enough already. <laughs> but listen, you've made it. I don't even know if I know how to text back in 2000. Uh, somehow, <laughs> someone was texting. Let's go to Luxor maybe, Steve in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the wife. I don't know. She was like, your PR agent. <laughs> but... At the time, we uncovered what I found to be and what, quite frankly, everybody found to be fascinating, which was in the time period that there was suspicion that uh, Donna Hay was doing nefarious things, fixing games, corrupting games, however you want to say it, is there were 15 straight games in which when the money moved significantly on any of the teams – when Donahue raft. So another way to say it is, all right, we're only looking at the games during the period in question at the time, and we're only looking at games Donahue raft, and we're only looking at games where the betting was crazy lopsided. It was like so much money on one side, the line moved two points or more. Now, Fez, a two-point side move in the NBA, significant lopsided money on that team, correct? Correct, and almost always occurs because of an injury, not just because of money being bet. Yes. So in these cases, no injuries, and there were 15 games out of a small set of games. It was like 15 out of 20 or something. The line moved drastically. That told me somebody thought they knew something. And, oh, by the way, the record in those games for the move, 15-0. and 0. Wow. The odds of that? Randomly occurring, 32,000 to one. That's exactly right. You must have watched my very uncomfortable Sports Center segment. We talked about it. Now, here's, well, yeah, it, it's, it's a, the power two or two to the power 15. Agreed. Now, here's the point. That to me was some pretty strong circumstantial evidence. As you dig into the article, it seems like even more evidence that Donna Hay was betting on the games. Now, a lot of people are going to say, 
oh, the NBA tried to sweep this under the rug. It's like, of course they did. It would have been insane for them to say, you know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to, to shine like a super bright light on this one problem that we think we have. Right? I get it. Their job is to try to say, oh, it's a rogue official. And it's the media's job to try to figure out what happened. It's kind of interesting, though, that that same media is the ones that NBA at the time and still are paying money to, uh, or in this case, the media is paying money to the NBA to broadcast the games. That's the whole kind of paradox in sports journalism. Almost every major sports media outlet also broadcasts the games. Thus, they're partners with the officials of the leagues. They're partners with the leagues. So, I mean, the old Bill Simmons story, reason he left ESPN or got pushed out was he was too hard on Goodell, right? Who knows how much truth there is to that, but what we know is that if you have a partner and in, in a year or two you're going to re-opt the partnership, are you going to make him mad for, for the sake of journalism with a capital J? Usually not. So in a way, let's give ESPN credit, though it's 12 years later, that they did do such a deep dive. I can remember, and and I mean, this, I, I'll be honest, as a young RJ, it was quite the thrill, is the AP writer for the NBA at the time, uh, Brian Mahoney, who still writes for him, he and I uh, got to know each other during this process. Uh, nice guy, Brian. And uh, we were having uh, coffee or whatever, and he goes, boy, Stern hates you. And it's like, what? Like, like the fact that Stern knew who I was was like this amazing thing. He goes, yeah, he always says that F and RJ is always talking about these numbers. Like they wanted the story to die. And obviously at the time, I had no affiliation with any network that was like, oh, don't, let's quash this story. And oh, by the way, let's give Fox Sports Radio some credit. There's never been a single time they've said, oh, stay off of this story. It's do what you think is best if you're the host. So to me, kudos there. Kudos to ESPN in this case for doing the story, you know, 12 years later, but doing the story. I had a few takeaways, though, I think that are noteworthy. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas talking about the Tim Donahue story resurfacing. Now, Scott Foster and Donahue were good buddies. So I won't even start to speak to that. Just go to the Google machine, look that baby up. They spoke 300 times on the phone during a five-month period. RJ, that's more than I've spoken to anyone on the phone my entire life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, <laughs> now, obviously, in a nefarious sense, you could say, oh, it's not how Foster calls the games. It's nothing personal. It's he's on the take. I'll be honest with you. My gut feeling is Foster's clean when it comes to anything like that. Here's why. The fact he got so much scrutiny at the time and 12 years later he's still an official, if they felt like he was even on the border of problematic Foster as a gambler or something with game corruption, they would have said, retire now. We won't involve law enforcement. 12 years later, he and he's refing in NBA Finals my gut feeling is a lot of that was circumstantial and the NBA didn't believe it was true. I'm not saying I know, 
But it's kind of weird he's still in the conversation today if he was a problem. The other thing that struck me about the Donna Hay story was how little money Donna Hay was making. So, Fez, that's what really jumped out at you. Yeah, absolutely. So Donna Hay is basically making $2,000 by letting an associate know, hey, I think the Knicks, good bet tonight. That's pretty much all that he would disclose. Well, that was the way, according to the story, that he would be couching that he was going to make sure or try his best to make sure the Knicks cover. Right. So his associate gets down on the Knicks in this case. But what really happens where this thing blows up is that other people start noticing that Donahue's better keeps winning each and every one of these big bets. And guess what? They figure it out, what the pattern is. And then it's the secondary betters, the syndicate betters, start betting tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so if we go back to the original question that you skipped over, Donahue, according to the article, was getting $2,000 per winner, <laughs> right? So imagine risking a career that you know you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and you're making 2000 a winner doesn't make a ton of sense though it does segue into a basic premise we need to embrace if someone's degenerate and I'm talking drugs I'm talking gambling I'm talking sex you know sexual addiction whatever it is there's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, if you look at, like, you know, degenerate people and say, boy, that doesn't make sense. Well, of course, there's something off, right? And hopefully they can get help and get it fixed. So in a weird way, the old refrain, follow the money, which I think is true, meaning there is so much more corruption in college sports. Imagine Toledo, which had its problem. Yep. If you're a running back, the star running back at Toledo, and you have almost a 0% chance to make the pros, and you're a junior, and someone walks up to you and says, hey, you're favored by 14, just don't win by that much. Win the game, because remember, throwing a game and point shaving are two different things. Now, people might say, hey, they're both illegal. True. But a kid, it's pretty easy, I think, to rationalize, you know, if we win by seven or we win by 17, what's the difference? And, oh, by the way, here's $10,000. Yep. Now, how does that 10000 affect LeBron James? It doesn't. How does it affect the, any starter in the NBA? It doesn't. How does it affect a normal official who's making hundreds of thousands? It doesn't. But if that official is a degenerate, Gambling, sex, drugs, whatever. Now all of a sudden, it's the math maybe doesn't have to make sense. I think that's an important point. And the last thing I would say is, and Fezzik kind of touched on it, but it's worth saying again. Usually the fixers and the orchestrator of the fix don't really make a lot of money. It's usually a small-time operation. And while it stays small, no one finds out. But then as soon as somebody, imagine Fezzik, for example. If Fezzik found out 
and we are in no way suggesting this, but if you're a college kid and somehow you and a buddy are fixing games and you're getting down 5000 a game, you're thinking, oh, we're making some pretty good money. If a Fezzik type, we won't even say Fezzik, found out about it, all of a sudden now Fezzik's betting 50000 or wait, the Fezzik type is betting 50000 on it and he's trading it with his buddies, and there's going to be a half million on it before you blink, and all of a sudden now the guys in compliance are going to see the numbers and say, whoa, why is that Toledo game getting three times the action we expected, and why is all the money on one side? We better watch every play of that game. And that is the ultimate final point. The more regulation there is, the more deterrence there is to game corruption. If I wanted to fix a game, and I've never fixed a game, I never will. If I wanted to fix a game, I could do it and 99% not get caught. I would just never make a bet, personally, at any regulated casino. There's no bookie in Chicago or Costa Rica that's going to call the NBA or any organization and say, oh, by the way, there's some weird betting patterns going on. It's only Nevada and now the other regulated states that are going to do that. So really, if gambling's going to happen anyway, and we know it is to the tune of billions and billions of dollars, legal or not, you'd rather a greater percentage of it be legal because it increases the chance that a game fixer gets caught. And the more of them that get caught, the more deterrent it is for the next one. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We go to the NBA next, and we'll go to Oklahoma City, where the Thunder are hosting the Jazz. This is a 9.30 Eastern time tip-off right now. OKC, a four-point favorite. And by the way, if you missed it, Fezzik, for the 7 o'clock game, best bet of the week on totals, under Spurs, Go. And I'm on Oklahoma City here. I lean to them minus four. It's all about the extra motivation Oklahoma City has against Utah this year. OKC lost to Utah in the playoffs last year in the first round. Westbrook and the team were severely criticized for that first-round loss, and we have seen the Thunder bring it against the Jazz this year. They're 2-0 and straight up and against the spread. I expect that maximum focus will continue tonight. So just a lean, though. Just a lean. Injury concerns. Guard Schroeder, probable. Morris and Grant are questionable, so some injury concerns for OKC. I love, though, in the NBA, motivation Night to night is the issue. And when you can find those hidden motivations, Fez, that's where you find some winners. I like the logic. Okay, guys, we're doing something a little fun. We've got so much love for Straight Out of Vegas. We got two reads for the same company in this block. I'm going to do the first one. Jonas is doing the second. You can see what a professional sounds like when Jonas does his. But by the way, I'm going to cheat and have a little music. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All you need is a great paint job. Come to Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. Look at that. Look at that. Wow, look at the pageantry. That was impressive. 
I could do that anytime. <laughs> Guys, we do have a, a big story in college hoops. Number one Duke is at Syracuse coming up tomorrow night. They will be without superstar freshman Zion Williamson, who is dealing with that mild knee sprain that he suffered after his shoe exploded on national TV earlier this week. So, RJ, where do you stand on the Zion Williamson debate that we've heard all week long? Well, I think there's been some interesting talk radio fodder that a lot of shows have gone over. Let's go over that quickly and get to the the interesting stuff. One is, hey, these kids are exploited. And, yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and he doesn't control his likeness, doesn't even control the shoe he gets to wear. Duke's making the money. Coach K's making the money. You might say, well, Zion one day is going to make the money, but, hey, he's broke today in theory. And, oh, by the way, if someone like Zion or Zion himself takes 10000 for this or that, oh, my gosh, he's a criminal. Right? So hypocrisy there. I think the NCAA is the easiest organization to pick on because they're very rarely correct. Now, they keep cashing their checks. They keep having their shrimp dinners at all the bowl games. <laughs> but, again, obviously wrong. Here's something that interests me. Brad, what has the odds change been with Duke winning the title? Because I believe there's a reason Zion has a better chance of not playing another college game. So, one, what did the betting market say? Didn't say much. Not a lot of movement. Duke was plus 180. 100 bucks wins you 180. Now, after the Zion injury, Duke plus 225, still the favorite to win it all. So downgraded, but just a smidge. Yep. Here's the RJ theory. Nike now needs to sign Zion. Why? Because if he doesn't, all of a sudden, it's now, wait a minute, the Nike shoe blew out. Now I'm over here at Under Armour or Adidas or whatever, and my feet are fine. Now imagine the oh. PR nightmare around that. Okay, so what does that mean? That means, well, Nike probably ends up paying more for Zion. Okay, fine, but what's the soonest that they can pay Zion anything after he's done with his college career? And oh, by the way... If Zion plays again for Duke, he's obligated to wear Nike. So now if he comes back, the minute he laces up Nikes and goes on the court, he loses his leverage because he's saying, I think Nikes are fine because even though the shoe blew out, I'm back playing on them. So to me, it's not only, oh, he's number one anyway, and does the college experience even matter it's the fact that he loses leverage, Zion does, by wearing Nike again before Nike pays him a bunch of money to wear Nikes again. That's why I'm pessimistic about Duke because I think there's a heck of a chance Zion doesn't play. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.